Coffee to the Sky, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Zay, collectively known as SoCal Uncensored or SCU. This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the worst podcast I've ever been on. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you've never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host, and today's show is all about the Royal Rumble. We're going to be breaking down this year's card, uh, this year's Royal Rumble matches, and getting into some facts and figures of uh, yeah, Royal Rumble statistics and all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, it's Friday night as I'm recording this. It's going to be dropping on Saturday, the day before the Royal Rumble. So I'm sure some of the information for this year's card is going to change by the time the show actually happens. But this is what we got so far. So let's get into it here. I'm going to start off with the uh, the other matches on the show that have been announced so far. Uh, starting off with uh, the big one for the Universal Championship, a last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. <clears throat> <clears throat> and uh yeah i mean th- this feud has been going on for a little while i i've said a number of times on the show i really really am liking the heel roman reigns um you know he's somebody he he is very good as a heel he's somebody that i want to see get their ass kicked you know and, and it never seems to happen he never seems to lose the belt and that and it frustrates the hell out of me and that's what makes him such a good heel is that he can evoke that kind of emotion, you know, and and it's not about Roman Reigns the person. I know Roman Reigns the person is is an awesome guy. Does a lot of charity work, and you know he's a family man and all that kind of stuff. He's a, a by all accounts a great guy, but his character currently on WWE I think is just fantastic. He's um you know he's really kind of found his niche I would say as a heel, and uh, the the feud with Kevin Owens I mean. Uh, like I said, has just been fantastic. This was originally signed as uh, Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce. You know, they kind of backed Pierce into a corner to force him into the ring with Reigns. But, uh, you know, as always, card subject to change. And uh, Kevin Owens is the one getting the title shot in a last man standing match. Um, as much as I want to see Kevin Owens win the Universal title at the Royal Rumble... I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see Reigns dropping the title before WrestleMania. Uh, and even even going into WrestleMania, he may hold on to it you know, well past WrestleMania. It all depends on, uh, on who his opponent is. is. Is it going to be the winner of the Rumble? Is it going to be somebody else, <clears throat> somebody else from SmackDown? Or, or what's going to happen? But uh, for the Rumble coming up tomorrow night, I'm uh, I got to go with Roman Reigns to retain. Uh, then for the WWE Championship, a match that uh, a lot of people not happy about, and I, I can't say I'm super enthused about it either. But uh, Drew McIntyre defending the WWE title against Bill Goldberg. Um, you know, I, I mean, I was a fan of Goldberg during the WCW days and the undefeated streak, and you know him beating Hogan for the title in the Georgia Dome. You know, I, I, but in 2021, to just randomly have Goldberg come back and just automatically get 
a shot at the top prize in WWE, it it I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It really doesn't. Um, I hope McIntyre retains the title. I think he's going to. I don't think they're going to put the WWE title on Goldberg. You know, I, I think this. Well, it's not a one-off because you know Goldberg keeps coming back. But uh, you know, I I don't think McIntyre is going to drop the title. At least I hope to God he's not. Uh, you know, I want to see McIntyre go into WrestleMania as the champion. So uh, yeah, McIntyre versus Goldberg. My pick is McIntyre, and then the only other match on the card besides the rumble matches is for the women's tag team championships Asuka and charlotte defending in a rematch against Shayna baszler and nia Jax. now we've been seeing a, a little bit of dissension between Shayna and nia lately on tv so i i'm not a hundred percent sure on this one because also there's the issue with charlotte and lacey evans uh, so you could see Lacey somehow get involved with, you know, with Ric Flair uh, being her manager, whatever you want to call him now. But uh, and, you know, Lacey costing Asuka and Charlotte the titles. So not uh, not 100 percent sure what's what's going to happen with this one. But I think I'm going to go with Shayna and Nia on this one. Uh, so I'm looking for Shayna and Nia to get the women's tag team championships back. Um, also interesting little twist uh, going back to the WWE championship match for a minute uh, the Miz has been talking about cashing in the uh, the money in the bank briefcase on the winner of the uh, the McIntyre versus Goldberg match but he also made an appearance on Smackdown and uh, mentioned about possibly cashing in on the Universal Championship after the last man standing match because obviously that's going to be a brutal match on both guys so uh, yeah Miz really hinting that he is going to be cashing in so definitely keep an eye out for that one uh also wwe has announced that uh, wwe backstage is coming back for one night only and that's going to be uh tonight saturday night uh, i believe it's 10 p.m eastern time on fs1 and now they originally said they were going to make the announcement on backstage of numbers one and two for the women's rumble and number 30 for the men's rumble uh, but that actually changed when they showed a commercial for it during SmackDown. Now they're saying they're only going to be uh, announcing numbers one and two for the Men's Rumble, which I, I, I'm okay with. I really did not like the idea of them letting out who's going to be number 30 before the match even happens. I, I'm not super fond of them announcing numbers one and two before the match happens. I mean, I one of the big elements of the Royal Rumble is the, the surprises, not knowing who's coming in next and, and stuff like that. So uh, I'd rather they not announce anybody. But, you know, if they're only going to do numbers one and two for the men's Rumble, I guess that's okay. You know, but I'd, I'd prefer them not announce anything. But uh, so let's, uh, before we get into the rumble match for this year let's uh let's take a look at some some facts and figures for uh the royal rumble throughout history i think everybody knows by now the winner of the very first royal rumble back in 1988 was hacksaw jim duggan and uh now that royal rumble was not a pay-per-view that was actually like a uh, a special event on uh, on the usa network and the rumble match was not even the main event of that show but uh, And at that time, uh, there were only 20 men in the first Royal Rumble. Hacksaw Jim Duggan won from number 13. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, and there was really, there was no prize really at the end of that one. The, the winner of the Rumble did not 
automatically get a championship match at WrestleMania until uh, 1993. The first one to win that prize was Yokozuna. Uh, the year before that, in 92, is the year that Ric Flair won, and that particular match was for the WWE Championship. The title was vacant at that time, held up after the controversy between Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. And, uh, yeah, Ric Flair entered that match at number three. Yeah, went for about an hour and ended up uh, coming out with his first WWE Championship. And, uh, yeah, talking about uh, numbers numbers of entry and things like that, um, you know, they always talk about number 27 being kind of the lucky number of the Royal Rumble. More numbers have come from number 27 than any other number in the Rumble. But uh, interesting fact, nobody has won from number 27 for 20 years. The last time it happened was 2001, and that was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And uh, it was 01, 94, 93, and 89 is when number 27 won the Royal Rumble. And uh, right behind that, uh, numbers that have won three times throughout the years is uh, number 24, won it in 91, 98, and 2000. 91 was Hulk Hogan, 98 was uh, Steve Austin again, and 2000 was The Rock. And uh, number 30 has won the match three times in 07, 08, and 2016. That was uh, The Undertaker, John Cena, and 2016 was Triple H have won from number 30. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Like I said, it's been about 20 years since somebody's won from number 27, so keep an eye on that. I, for some reason, I feel that's significant. Just just a gut feeling I have. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye on who, who comes out at number 27 this year. Um, interesting, interestingly enough, talking about uh, numbers who have won, uh, the, uh, the 38th entrant won one year when uh, there were 40 people in the Royal Rumble. It was billed as the biggest Royal Rumble ever, and that was Alberto Del Rio in 2011. Uh, entered at number 38 and ended up winning winning the match. And then uh, there was one winner to come from number 41, and that was during the greatest Royal Rumble that was held in Saudi Arabia in 2018, which consisted of 50 men. And that, uh, that match, of course, was one by uh, by Braun Strowman, who uh, kind of, I guess, set a record in that match for most eliminations. I mean, like I said, it was a 50-person rumble, so, uh, you know, I don't know... Yeah, I don't know how, how much stock you want to put in that. He uh, eliminated 13... Yeah, 13 people in that... Uh, in that Rumble match, but uh, that number was actually tied by uh, uh, by Brock Lesnar, who actually eliminated 13 consecutive people, meaning he entered at number one and eliminated numbers two through 14 in order that they came into the ring. So I'm not thinking that that is, uh, is going to be redone by anyone anytime soon. And then, uh, you know, following up the uh, the record of 13, the prior record holder was Roman Reigns in 2014, who eliminated 12. Uh, Kane held the record for a very long time with 11 that he did in 2001. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about times, like how long some people have uh, have lasted in the Royal Rumble. The current official record is Daniel Bryan at an hour and 16 minutes and 5 seconds, but that was in the greatest Royal Rumble again, the uh, the 50-man version that was held in Saudi Arabia. 
To me, the official record for the actual 30-man Royal Rumble, the traditional Rumble, still held by Rey Mysterio, a record he set in 2006 in an hour and two minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, Closely behind him, uh, you'll never hear WWE talk about this, rightfully so, but it's Chris Benoit at an hour and one minute and 31 seconds in 2004. And... uh, Yeah, let's talk about... Sorry, I'm just kind of jumping around to my little fact sheet here. Uh, People who have won the Rumble multiple times. Of course, Steve Austin still holds the record at three. He won it in 97, 98, and 2001. And there is currently a six-way tie between guys who have won it twice. And that six-way tie is between Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Batista, John Cena, and Randy Orton. So the only person really with any real chance of tying Steve Austin at three at this point would be Randy Orton. Uh, I don't really think he's going to win it this year, but I'll get into that when I'm uh, uh, when I'm talking about the uh, the the event coming up uh, tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, and uh, another interesting fact here: most times being a Royal Rumble runner-up, meaning he was the last man eliminated. Uh, Roman Reigns has done that four times in 2014, 17, 18, and 20. He was the last guy eliminated. So, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns made it to the final two four times. And behind him, it's a four-way tie uh, with guys who have been the runner-up twice. And that is uh, the big show, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and John Cena all were were runners-up. So let's talk about total time in the Rumble because I, I thought this was an interesting uh, an interesting statistic here. The, uh, the record for total time spent in a Royal Rumble match, meaning total of all the Royal Rumble matches that this person has been in, held by Chris Jericho, uh, nearly five hours. Four hours, 59 minutes, and 33 seconds to be exact. The closest person behind him is Rey Mysterio at four hours and one minute and 54 seconds. So, you know, unless uh, Rey Mysterio goes for an hour this year, uh, Jericho's record in no danger of being broken. And uh, I'm not thinking that's a record WWE is going to talk about, really, unless or they at least won't mention Jericho by name. I can pretty much guarantee you that because, you know, they always get into rumble statistics and things like that during the show. So uh, I'm sure they'll say the the record for most cumulative time in the Royal Rumble is nearly five hours or something to that effect. But I, I can guarantee you they will not say Chris Jericho's name. Uh, but yeah, Rey Mysterio right behind him, four hours, or not right behind him, but uh, kind of far behind him, four hours, one minute, 54 seconds. Now the, uh, the shortest time spent in a Royal Rumble... <laughs> And you got to feel bad for some of these guys because they were just in and out so fast. But uh, Santino Marella, the record holder, 1.9 seconds is the official record. And that was in 2009. Literally slid into the ring and got immediately clotheslined over the top rope. And uh, uh, closely behind him is the uh, the Warlord, Sheamus, and No Way Jose all tied at two seconds even. <laughs> So that was the Warlord in 89, Sheamus in 2018, and No Way Jose in 2019. I, I, I'm kind of surprised to see Sheamus on this list, the shortest time in the Royal Rumble, because normally it's somebody who's not a top-tier guy. I mean, I loved the Warlord as a wrestler, but, uh, you know, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a singles 
main event guy. And, uh, yeah, he, he was eliminated in two seconds. If I remember correctly, it was Hulk Hogan that put him out. And, uh, you know, same thing with uh, with No Way Jose, unfortunately, because uh, he was another, another one that I, I was really hoping that they would uh, do something with in WWE, but it uh, apparently just wasn't meant to be. But uh, yeah, 2019 lasted two seconds in the uh, in the 2019 Royal Rumble. And we already talked about number of eliminations. Um, yeah, number of eliminations in a row. Like I said, uh, Brock Lesnar had 13 in a row at last year's event. Kind of interesting. Uh, the uh, the second place holder for uh, eliminations consecutive eliminations is Hulk Hogan with eight he did that in 1989 eliminated eight consecutive guys in the uh, in the Royal Rumble match and then there's a pretty pretty big traffic jam behind him at number uh, at number three you've got a tie between Diesel Rikishi the great Kali CM Punk and Braun Strowman have all eliminated seven consecutively in uh, in a Royal Rumble match <clears throat> Uh, as far as total eliminations lifetime in the Royal Rumble, that record still is held by Kane with 43 through 19 Royal Rumbles that he has been in. Uh, right behind him, his uh, his brother, The Undertaker, with 40 in 11 Royal Rumbles, and as well as Shawn Michaels also with 40 uh, in uh, 12 Royal Rumbles. The, uh, the closest active wrestler... To that record is Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, each with 32 total eliminations. Now, Reigns, of course, not in this year's Royal Rumble, so uh, no chance of him breaking Kane's record. Uh, Strowman, if he is able to, uh, you know, eliminate another 12 guys in this Rumble, he would surpass Kane for a record for most eliminations. And this is Strowman's sixth Royal Rumble that he is going into. Um... Let's see. Okay, highest number of wrestlers working together to eliminate one person, meaning, you know, a bunch of guys ganged up on somebody to get them out of the ring. Uh, and, of course, you know, these are going to be some big boys. Uh, Mabel, or Viscera, whatever you want to call him, is uh, first on that list. In 2007, it took eight guys to put him over the top rope. And in 1994, it took seven to put him over the top rope. Uh, record for most Royal Rumble appearances is Kane with 19. Uh, his first Rumble was 1996, and that would have been as Dr. Isaac Yankum. And his most recent Rumble was 2016. Uh, so, uh, yeah, didn't realize Kane hadn't been in a Rumble for uh, for four, well, this would be, yeah, five years. Uh, and then, yeah, closest behind him is... Uh, at 13 is a three-way tie between Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, and Goldust. So uh, Ziggler this year will be going into his 14th Rumble. Kofi Kingston out with an injury, so he won't be in this one. Uh, he was actually replaced, uh, we found out on Monday Night Raw, by uh, Mustafa Ali. So, uh, yeah, Kofi will be stuck at 13. Ziggler will take sole possession of second place for most ever Royal Rumbles entered with 14. Um, here's another, another kind of fun one, uh, wrestlers who have competed multiple times in the same night, uh, of course, Mick Foley holds the record for that one, made three appearances in 1998 as, uh, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind, and then Nia Jax in 2019 entered, uh, both the, uh, women's and the men's Royal Rumbles, 
uh, to compete twice in that night. And uh, talking about Nia Jax and uh, women who have entered the men's rumble, China has China did that twice in '99 and 2000. Uh, and after that, we've had Beth Phoenix, Karna, uh, Karma, excuse me, uh, also known as Awesome Kong, and uh, Nia Jax all compete in the men's rumble as well. So, uh, yeah, just just some interesting statistics and fun facts about the. Uh, prior Royal Rumbles that uh, that I you know that I that I thought were interesting hopefully you guys do too so let's get into the rumble matches for this year now uh, we're gonna start off with the men's rumble so far as of right now uh, like I said I'm recording this Friday night there have been 21 entrants officially announced for the rumble so there's only nine open spots. Uh, and those entrants are as follows. Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, Cesaro Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, John Morrison, Sheamus, Mustafa Ali replacing Kofi Kingston. Uh, Edge has officially announced he is, uh, he is back and he will be in the Royal Rumble. I was very excited to see that. Uh, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, and Braun Strowman, uh, who made his comeback on uh, on SmackDown this week from uh, his suspension, quote-unquote, since uh, Survivor Series. So, yeah, 20, 21 guys so far announced. So there's nine open spots. I think right now the odds-on favorite to win, uh, to me anyway, is probably Daniel Bryan. He, he seems to be, you know, the, the one stand out so far of the people that have been announced now with uh with the rumble being held in the thunderdome without that live crowd there i don't know if we're going to see the kind of surprises that we're used to with the royal rumble because you're not going to get that big pop like with edge last year when he came out and the crowd went nuts and you know just blew the roof off the arena that didn't have a roof to begin with <laughs> but uh yeah so i i don't know if we're gonna see any big surprises like that you know that's i'm sure why they announced edge being in the rumble ahead of time rather than making it a surprise because you're not going to get that huge crowd reaction in the thunderdome uh, unless they pipe it in which you know would be very obvious so um yeah, I'm just I'm not not too sure about that, but I think Daniel Bryan is probably your most likely candidate to win. And I have my ideas about some other people who could or should be considered, you know, to uh, to win the Rumble and go on to WrestleMania. Uh, number one is Aleister Black. You know, if you pay attention to the dirt sheets online, um, you know, you know he hasn't been on TV in a couple of months. And uh, there was a lot of uh, stories going around that, you know, they basically just had nothing for him, had uh, lost confidence in him for whatever reason. I don't know why anyone would lose confidence in Aleister Black. The guy, the guy is fantastic in the ring. His entrance is amazing. And, you know, he, he does some really good promos, I think. So, you know, to me, he seems like somebody who, who should be pushed to the moon and... If you believe the rumors that are out there, that was Paul Heyman's intention when he was in charge of Monday Night Raw. And then when Bruce Pritchard took over both Raw and SmackDown, he just kind of quashed that idea and, you know, uh, pushed Aleister Black into the background. But now the stories are going around that, 
you know, <clears throat> he's uh, he's back in in that, uh, you know, I, I guess back in the position of uh, supposedly getting a, another, or not another, but finally getting a big push. And so I think that would be a really cool, that would be a cool surprise to see Aleister Black, number one, come back and be on, actually be on TV, and number two, win the Royal Rumble. Just thrust him right into that championship picture, you know, and, and I mean, give, give the guy a shot. It, it's it's something new, it's, which people clamor for all the time. So I would love to see Aleister Black come back and win. Another one that, uh, you know, people were talking about for a while is Big E. Because Big E has gotten a significant push since the uh, since his split from the New Day. Currently, the Intercontinental Champion, and you know, definitely got the fans behind him. So Big E's another one that I think uh, would be a, a great choice to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, as would this next person, Keith Lee. Again, haven't seen him on TV for a while, <clears throat> or uh, for a couple of weeks, or a week or two. I don't know, but I know he wasn't on Raw this week. But anyway. <laughs> You know, he's another one that people are really clamoring for. You know, give give him a shot, give him a push, put him in that title picture. I mean, he's had some great matches with Drew McIntyre. Did get a title shot on Raw. You know, I I'd, I'd love to see him win the win the Rumble as well. Another one I I don't think is quite so likely because I don't see him getting a championship match real soon. But uh, Bray Wyatt or the Fiend. Either one. I, I'm hoping we see him come back during the Rumble match. I'll get into that in a minute. But I I, I don't think he'd win because, I don't know, I just don't see them throwing the Fiend into the world title picture right now. And then another one that's kind of come on in the last couple of weeks, kind of surprising to me, but I'm not complaining about it because I love this guy, Shinsuke Nakamura has had a little bit of a face turn the last couple of weeks and has been, you know, getting some some high profile victories and a lot of it getting getting quite a bit of attention on TV. He's won a rumble a couple of years ago, you know, back in uh in 2018 and you know, had a what I thought was a really good feud with AJ Styles after that and uh you know, then just kind of fell off. It's like they just, you know, after his program with Styles was over with, that that was it. He was just pushed back down to the mid card. So I'd love to see Nakamura get his second Rumble victory and go into uh, go into WrestleMania against either Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre. I don't care. I, I either way, I'd love to see Nakamura back in in the WrestleMania main event. So uh, some, like I said, I don't think we're going to see any big huge surprises, but some you know some names have been rolling around, and some you know that that I've thought of that are probably not maybe not probably but possibly. Maybe showing up. One is Booker T. I'm almost positive Booker T will be in the Royal Rumble because you've got Bad Bunny performing at the pay-per-view, performing his song Booker T, which Booker T is in the video for the song. So it just makes sense. Booker T is going to be in the Royal Rumble. I am 99% sure of that. Uh, but some other names that have been kicked around, Carlito is one. He was supposed to be at the Raw Legends night. Um, wasn't there for whatever the reason. And uh, so a lot of people are speculating possibly Carlito making his return to WWE uh, at the Royal Rumble this year. Uh, another one is Jay White from New Japan. Now, <clears throat> the, 
This one, there's been a lot of back and forth on because uh, after Wrestle Kingdom, Jay White basically said he was done with New Japan. People weren't really sure if that was a shoot or just part of, you know, uh, whatever upcoming storylines may be going on. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of people speculating possibly Jay White making his uh, Royal Rumble debut this year, which I think would be great. I don't think he will get the same kind of reaction that AJ Styles did when he made his Rumble debut because Jay White... I don't think is as globally known as AJ Styles was because AJ Styles before, you know, New Japan, AJ Styles was, you know, he was Mr. Impact Wrestling. Uh, he was, uh, you know, a big star in Ring of Honor, Independence and things like that. And, you know, obviously made a huge name for himself in New Japan. So he was pretty much universally known in the wrestling world. So when he made his... Uh, his Royal Rumble debut, it was a big deal. Um, Jay White equally as good as Jay, uh, AJ Styles, but I don't think we'll get the same reaction because he's not as universally known. He's known by like hardcore wrestling fans who follow New Japan or follow the Bullet Club, uh, but still it would be a, a great pickup for WWE to get Jay White. Uh, another one is Ethan Page, uh, who just recently finished his contract with Impact. He's a free agent, you know, can pretty much... Uh, go wherever he pleases. Uh, I don't know if the Rumble is the right place for him to debut. I, I see Ethan Page more debuting on NXT rather than the main roster because, again, as great of a wrestler as he is and as much as he is loved by hardcore wrestling fans, your casual WWE fan is not going to know who he is, unfortunately. Uh, so he's not going to get that big that big reaction as a surprise entrant to the Rumble. Um, some... Uh, yeah, some, some NXT guys possibly uh, could be popping up. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure there'll be at least a couple NXT guys in the Men's Rumble. One is Damian Priest. Uh, by all accounts, he was supposed to come up to the to uh, SmackDown a few weeks ago, but the, it was uh, delayed or canceled or whatever it was. He was supposed to be kind of just randomly put into the rivalry between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. And thankfully, because he was right, Kevin Owens kind of shot the idea down because he said it didn't make sense, which it didn't. That it would not have made a lick of sense to just throw him in there randomly, uh, you know, to back up Kevin Owens. Uh, but uh, you know, this would be a good good place for him to make his main roster debut uh, in the Royal Rumble. Another another one is Adam Cole. I, I have a feeling Adam Cole is going to be moving to either Raw or SmackDown sometime soon because you know he was the top guy in NXT for so long. And now, I mean, he's still one of the top guys there. Undisputed Era is still the best faction in WWE right now, in my opinion. Uh, but Adam Cole himself, not a part of any major storylines. I mean, he's in the Dusty Cup teaming with Roderick Strong, but, uh, you know, not involved in any major rivalry. And Kyle O'Reilly right now is kind of the guy when it comes to the Undisputed Era. He's had a couple of uh, shots at the NXT title with Finn Balor. Had a tag team match with Finn Balor this past week. You know, Kyle O'Reilly kind of emerging as the new face of the Undisputed Era. So, uh, yeah, I think we may be seeing something of a split with the Undisputed Era, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. But uh, it just seems like that's kind of what's coming. Uh, some other possible surprises, uh, actually a comeback, uh, would be Seth Rollins. Now, I could see Rollins coming back and actually winning the Rumble and then challenging Roman Reigns for the Universal title at WrestleMania. 
Um, you know, because, I mean, there's a built-in story there, both former S.H.I.E.L.D. members. Uh, they've been friends. They've been partners. They've been rivals. So I, I just think that would make for a great story and, and a great match with, with Rollins and Reigns. So, and, you know, of course, Rollins been out for a little over a month uh, with, you know, he and Becky Lynch, of course, just had their first child uh, last month. So, Obviously, he's taking some time off to be with his new his new kid. So, uh, but I could definitely see Rollins coming back during the Rumble, um, possibly as you know, a surprise number thirty entrant. Maybe that's why they decided not to announce the number thirty entrant on uh, on backstage this week. Um, and then a couple of uh, free agents, uh, veterans, legends that that could possibly show up during the Rumble that would you know, I think be a welcome surprise one. And I think this is a long shot at best, but uh, Bully Ray, you know, he's no longer under contract with Ring of Honor. Um, as far as I, I'm aware, has not made any wrestling appearances in quite some time. So uh, he, I think he'd be an interesting surprise entrant for the Rumble. Uh, another one is Rob Van Dam. Uh, no longer under contract with Impact, has been doing some work with WWE on some of their uh, documentaries that are going to be coming out in the in the coming months. So I could definitely see RVD making an appearance, not winning, but making an appearance uh, in the Rumble match. So that uh, yeah, that pretty much covers the men's Rumble. Like I said, I think Daniel Bryan is probably the best bet as the uh, the winner of the men's Rumble. But uh, yeah, I gave you some other some other options that I think would be kind of cool to see. But uh, I got no problem with Daniel Bryan winning. He's never won a Rumble match. He's damn sure earned it. So, uh, yeah, if it, uh, if it turns out to be Daniel Bryan, it's a little predictable. But I have no problem with it whatsoever. So let's move on to the Women's Royal Rumble. Now here, by necessity, you, you are going to see some, uh, you know, some uh, unexpected entrance. Because, and I, when I say by necessity, it's because there are only 26 women on the main roster between Raw and SmackDown, and two of them are currently out of action. Uh, Chelsea Green is out with an injury, and Becky Lynch out, of course, because, as I was just talking, saying about Seth Rollins, just had their first child. There's been a lot of speculation about Becky Lynch possibly coming back for the Rumble. I highly doubt it. She just had a baby, like, a month ago. You know, so I even... If she's physically ready to come back, which, I mean, you know, obviously she's a tremendous athlete, great physical condition, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see her, her bounce back from giving birth physically within within a month. I just don't see, I just don't see it happening, uh, mainly because of the, you know, the, the risk involved. She has a newborn. Does she really want to... Uh, expose herself potentially to, you know, I mean, there's been outbreaks of COVID-19 among the WWE roster. So does she want to take that chance? If she's there, you know, she's going to have to probably quarantine herself afterwards for 14 days from her brand new, her brand new baby. I just, I don't see it happening. There's too much going on there. I don't see Becky Lynch coming back. Uh, not yet anyway. <clears throat> um, but uh, let's go over who has been announced so far for the Women's Rumble. So far, we got Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, uh, Peyton Royce, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Tamina, and Natalia. Uh, I think of the names that have have been announced, your most likely winner for the Women's Rumble is Bianca Belair. 
You know, she's been getting a huge push on SmackDown. Um, been having a great rivalry rivalry with Bailey. I've really been enjoying the stuff that they've been doing. Even the obstacle course, as ridiculous as it was, I found it entertaining. And uh, so, yeah, I think Bianca Belair is your most likely winner of the Women's Rumble. But, again, I'm going to go through some who I think should or could uh, potentially be winners of the Rumble. One is uh, Shayna Baszler. You know, I, I'm... I want to see Shayna Baszler back as a singles wrestler. I, I, I'm a big fan of Shayna Baszler. I like her style. I like her attitude. She, she's just a badass. Period. You know, and she, she can kick pretty much anybody's ass, and she knows it. And she lets you know that she knows it. And you know, so a lot of people have problems with her. Oh, she can't cut a promo and this and that. But you know what? The, I'm not gonna say she's a bad talker because she's not is she the best talker in wwe no but uh you know whatever she does say in her promo she backs up like i said she's a legit badass mma fighter uh, can can pretty much kick the crap out of anybody she gets in the ring with and you know she rarely loses a match uh and you know i would i'd love to see her and asuka for the raw women's title at wrestlemania i think that would be an amazing match between those two so, yeah, Shayna Baszler is one that I would love to see win the Royal Rumble. Uh, another one is uh, Lacey Evans, though I, I think the likelihood of that is very, very low. Um, but, uh, you know, Lacey Evans at one point seemed to be getting pushed as, like, your next big breakout women's star and then seemed to stall a little bit and didn't have a real clear direction. Now they put her with Ric Flair in a rivalry against Charlotte. Um, I'm kind of liking that. Um, you know, they're, they're having her work basically with the top woman in the company. I mean, whether she, Charlotte doesn't need the title at this point. She is the, Charlotte is the face of the WWE women's division, like it or not, that that's the way it is. So, you know, Lacey being put into a program with her is definitely elevating Lacey. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's another one, you know, I'd, uh, I, I'd have no problem seeing her against either Asuka or Sasha Banks for the, uh, uh, for either women's championship. Uh, another one, and this would be another one that would be kind of a surprise comeback, is uh, Naomi. Haven't seen her on TV in a very long time. Um, I think she'd be a, a pretty, you know, pretty nice surprise during the Rumble match. And let's face it, Naomi is just a great freaking athlete. You know, she's another one. I, I would love to see Naomi versus Sasha Banks for for the championship. I think that would be an awesome WrestleMania match. So, you know, just throwing that one out there as a possibility, Naomi coming back and winning the whole thing. And uh, the last one is Alexa Bliss. I have said many times I love the character change that Alexa Bliss has had over the last couple of months. The stuff she's been doing with Asuka just in the last couple of weeks has been great. She has taken to this new character or that they've given her and she's just taken it and ran with it and she Alexa Bliss is my favorite thing on Raw right now. I th I'm pretty sure I've said that. You know, Alexa Bliss and the Fiend and that whole thing with them is the best thing on Raw in my opinion or at the very least it's my favorite thing like I said. And you know, like I said they've been building up the the program with her and Asuka the last few weeks. Carry that into WrestleMania, you know, Alexa comes in does some of her you know work some of her magic and 
you know, ends up winning the Rumble and challenging Asuka at, uh, at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title, hey, I'm here for it. I'd love to see it. But I think, again, I think the most likely victor in the Women's Royal Rumble is Bianca Belair. Uh, and we'll probably end up seeing Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, I would think, for the uh, for the SmackDown Women's title. And, hell, that'd be another amazing match between those two. So, you know, whether it's uh, Bianca or Naomi or Alexa or Shayna, you know, the, those are my my most likely or my favorite candidates to win uh, this year's Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, some possible surprises, debuts, returns for the Women's Royal Rumble. A lot of people have been speculating about Ronda Rousey coming back. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how likely that is. I mean, Ronda's been away since WrestleMania 36, you know, so she's been gone almost two, uh, or, um, no, God, WrestleMania 35, I'm sorry. So she's been gone almost two years. Um, you know, don't know when or if she's going to come back. I mean, Stephanie McMahon did an interview recently, and she was asked about Ronda's comeback, and she, she was very noncommittal, which you would expect. But uh, she basically said whenever Ronda's ready to come back, we're ready to, to have her back. So, you know, the, the jury's out on that one. I don't think it's very likely. If she does come back, I think it'll be a one-off. I don't think she will win, and I don't think she'll be back full-time. So, you know, if Ronda makes an appearance, I, I think, you know, she'll be in the Rumble for a little bit, and then we won't see her again for who knows how long. Uh, I already talked about Naomi as a possibility to come back. Um, yeah, some some NXT women you could see, which I, I'm pretty sure we'll see at least a few. Uh, Casey Catanzaro, you know, um, she had a, what I thought was a great showing at, uh, was it uh, the 2020 Rumble, you know, um, she was one kind of in the same vein as like a Kofi Kingston or a Naomi or a John Morrison with their kind of, um, you know, escaping elimination by some some really cool means. So uh, I think they may bring her back just for that. Uh, another one that I think would be an interesting addition to the Rumble is Zia Lee. The stuff that they've been doing with her on NXT uh, has been great with her and Boa and their new uh, sensei or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> call her um but uh yeah i think i think xia lee would be a good addition to the rumble another one is rhea ripley uh there's been rumors of her being called up to the raw or smackdown for quite some time now so it, you know it may be time to pull the trigger and uh put her in the rumble and and have her on uh, up on the the main roster quote unquote uh, another one i'm i'm almost certain that we are going to see in the women's rumble is beth phoenix um you know, I think everybody knows she does commentary for NXT, but for the last several months, she's been doing it remotely uh, from home. Obviously, I, I would think because she doesn't want to have to quarantine from her kids um, after coming back. But just uh, last week, came back to the Performance Center and was doing commentary at the commentary desk uh, at ringside. So that that kind of says to me she's she's been there in Florida for two weeks. So... Uh, yeah, I th I'm pretty sure we're going to see Beth Phoenix in the, the Women's Royal Rumble, and I got no issue with that. She has put on, uh, I mean, her performance in last year's Rumble was freaking amazing. She busted the back of her head open early on and, you know, continued deep into the match. So, uh, yeah, Beth Phoenix, I, I'm 
I think it's a safe bet we're going to see Beth in the in the women's rumble. And a couple of possible potential surprises or uh, debuts that we may see. Um, one is, and I think the likelihood of this one again is pretty low, but uh, one is Tessa Blanchard. You know, currently a free agent hasn't uh, hasn't wrestled, to my knowledge, since September at the uh, uh, at the Warrior Wrestling. Uh, stadium series when she lost the warrior wrestling women's championship and uh by just judging by reactions and you know things going on behind the scenes there uh, it seemed like it was kind of her last appearance uh you know at an independent show at least that was the impression i got you know nobody said that nobody implied that to me or anything that's just my own impression based on things that i saw so, you know, I don't want anybody thinking that I've got inside information. No, I don't. I just, that that's the impression that I got. So, you know, it, if that was, in fact, her, her last independent appearance, uh, that would say to me that she has signed with one of the major companies, uh, either WWE or AEW. So, uh, yeah, if, if she has signed with WWE, I think this would be a, a great spot for her to make her debut. And another free agent that we could possibly see pop up in the Women's Rumble is Taya Valkyrie. Uh, of course, she is the, um, uh, a free agent now, just finished up with Impact Wrestling. And uh, obviously, I think everybody knows by now, she is married to John Morrison. So, it, it you know, wouldn't it's not that far of a stretch to, to say that she'll be showing up in WWE at, at some point in the near future. And, of course, the Royal Rumble, best place to one of the best places to for people to uh, to make their debut. So uh yeah, it would not surprise me at all to see Taya Valkyrie make her debut in the in the Royal Rumble, especially with some of the stuff that Tommy Dreamer said when she made her uh her exit from Impact uh a couple of couple of weeks ago. Uh, of course she was arrested for the uh the shooting of Johnny Bravo and uh you know, Dreamer said if she's lucky, she'll be going to Jacksonville Penitentiary. Uh if she's unlucky, which she usually is, you know, he kind of put emphasis on, uh, you know, her being unlucky and going to the Stamford Penitentiary for, for a two-year stint with an option for a third. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that was foreshadowing or if it was more tongue-in-cheek and just meant to be a joke. Who knows? But uh, would not surprise me at all to see Taya Valkyrie make her, make her debut in the Women's Royal Rumble this year. So that pretty much wraps it up for the Royal Rumble preview and predictions bonus episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure to keep uh, watching, listening, subscribing on YouTube and all of the uh, podcasting platforms. You can find links to everything that is Catch, Hook, Shoot by scanning this little QR code right here in the corner if you're watching on YouTube. Or go to our Linktree page. It's Linktree slash Catch, Hook, Shoot can get to uh yeah the website and uh, the uh the web stores and all the podcasting apps and youtube and everything else and make sure tomorrow night during the rumble starting 5 p.m central time charlie g and i will be streaming live on twitch uh a royal rumble watch along we will not be streaming the pay-per-view i want to make that very clear if you know if you tune into our twitch expecting to see the pay-per-view you're not going to see it <laughs> you know it's going to be me and charlie giving our thoughts our own commentary you know so 
Log on to Twitch, watch along with us. It's twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot. You can find that link on the link tree as well. And uh, make sure to check out the brand new website, catchhookshoot.wixsite.com slash catchhookshoot. Um, yeah, you can uh, get the podcast and the YouTube videos there as well. See all of the, uh, the uh, merchandise that's available photo gallery of all of our adventures through pro wrestling and everything like that it's a pretty cool site just launched uh, like a week ago and uh yeah built it myself i think it's pretty damn good so go give it a look but uh yeah definitely make sure tomorrow during the rumble starting at 5 p.m with the uh the pre-show it's uh, twitch.tv slash catch hook shoot join me and charlie g for a watch along party and uh yeah you know join in the chat let us know what you think of the of the show the matches everything like that and uh, hope to see you guys there so until then hope you've enjoyed this little royal rumble bonus episode and the uh regular episode of the show will be dropping on sunday as usual uh sunday morning uh to get it out ahead of the Royal Rumble. So, uh, yeah, with that, I am going to sign off. Hope everybody enjoys the Rumble. Make sure to join us on Twitch tomorrow night, and I will talk to you guys soon. 